Pristina is everywhere. A podcast brought to you by Radio Otherwise. Manifesta 14, Pristina. Hello, this is Pristina is everywhere. A podcast brought to you by Radio Otherwise. A program of Manifesta 14, Pristina, situated at the Center for Narrative Practice. My name is Simon Kurte and I'm pleased to welcome you to the second episode of this series titled Gender Discrimination in Street Naming by Saranda Sadikai. Tune in to listen to an episode which tackled gender inequalities head-on. Through this episode you will hear about the causes that exclude women in the urban landscape while their contributions to the Kosovo society are endless. Saranda Sadikai, or Miss Indefinite, is a feminist artist who advocates for women's rights through video performance. This episode coincides with one of her most recent projects, Hashtag for Arts for Activism, which will be a video performance on the topic found on Miss Indefinite's Instagram page. I'm Miss Indefinite, a feminist artist and author of today's podcast episode. Have you ever looked at street names and strangely got curious on why you encounter almost every street named after a man? Or when using Google Maps, finally, once or twice in your life, you come across a street named after a woman and you finally feel some sort of proud, but then you keep wondering why aren't there many more of those streets named after women? So today we'll be talking about gender discrimination in street naming with our special guest, Kaltrin Kolukai, who's an activist, project coordinator and representative of the non-governmental organization Etzmandrusche, in English, named differently, Walk Differently. So hi, Kaltrin, it's an honor to have you here. Hi, it's a pleasure for me to be here and to talk about this topic with you. So to get started, the organization Etzmandrusche is committed to economic sustainability and democratic governance at the local and regional level through community mobilization. In 2021, Etz has published a research on gender equality even in street naming, and which that covers statistically the whole country, meaning all the municipalities of Kosovo. So, Kaltrin, as an NGO, you have done this research tackling this issue. Can you provide us, please, with some detailed findings and statistics, and how did those findings push you to further engage in such a crucial but unfortunately quote-unquote, ignored topics. As you said, Etzmandrusha, we call it Etz, uh, is a local government NGO who works not only in prison, but in all the cities Mm -hmm. of Kosovo. Our work aims to achieve an inclusive country. Our objective, our our main objective is to have an inclusive. Mm -hmm. We want uh, women with their rights, children with their rights. We want, when we do, when we decide to do something, we want all of us to speak for ourselves and to ask our rights. So we see every day gender discrimination. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to bring this topic in a different way. So we wanted to take those little pieces that everyone forget. As you said, we see streets with men's names, but we never wondered why we don't have enough women's names on our streets. Because in this way, you can encourage a new child to search for that uh, person. So we decided to go and do this research. We asked for the statistical, the names from the Cadastral Agency of Kosovo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we did the research, we separated in three categories the names, uh, names of streets that were named after men, mm-hmm. after women, and general names. 
which are with no gender, like Tirana, Democracia, things, names like this. Then we did this research in 32 municipalities of Mm -hmm. Kosovo. Uh, After, at the end, we saw, um, unfortunately, a bad result because from all the streets of all these cities, we had uh, only uh, 3.6% streets names named after women. Wow, that's that's just... (laughs) <laughs> so that's shocking and all of those names were only women's like Mother Teresa like um, Elena Jika uh, women that were known and were for them uh, we have books and their stories yeah information we have information about them also I know from the school I learned from Mother Teresa yeah. I learned from Bret Uta. I learned for Elena Jika but when I started to do this research, because after this research, we did another uh, public performance mm-hmm. to bring more uh, attention to this topic, uh, I started to research for other women's, and mm-hmm. I I was shocked because I didn't know half of these women because I didn't have where to learn about them. So not only that we are bringing attention to the gender discrimination, but also we are bringing new informations and we are in some kind of way bringing more information about these women that yeah. were uh, left out. Also about their professions and yes. who they were, what was their contribution, we yeah, and recognizing what they did. So uh, basically you said only 3.6%. What is the statistics for the uh, streets with male names? We, from 32 cities, uh, 3.67 were women's, 57.3 were men's, and the other part, which is 39.1, were general General names. So it's an interesting fact that in larger cities, we had more uh, streets uh, named after men than in smaller cities. Mm -hmm. Like in Branilug and Gracianica, we had a larger uh, number of streets that were named after women. So we see that in smaller uh, cities, the women were respected more than in larger cities like Pristina, who also here only 5% uh, of streets were named after uh, women. So also the capital city didn't respect this. Yeah, uh, also the 50% gender quote. So... That is disrespectful, and that is also ignorant from the system. And out of curiosity, which municipality you encountered with the biggest number of streets with male names? Is it, again, the capital city or another municipality of Kosovo? Uh, I see here from the statistics that Peja and Ferizai had the the largest number of uh, mm-hmm. streets names after men. They both have uh, 80.2 they have the same amount of the number. same amount. Yes. Uh, so, after they are, it's Mitrovica and uh, Pristina. Gilani has uh, the uh, biggest number from mm-hmm. the cities that has uh, the largest m- uh, number of streets names after women. After women. Yes. It's, it's Gilani. Yes, it's Gilani. Well, that's it's not that, <laughs> that big, but it's <laughs> bigger than the At other least cities. one. At yes. least one from all the municipalities. <laughs> I have another question. So have you encountered reasons either from the institutions, either from even from the ministries? Why are streets with women's name who have massively influenced this society very far and deep into villages 
almost impossible to find. Like, does this show ethic irresponsibility and further state ignorance? Or have you encountered reasons on why are they so deep and far into... We didn't do this kind of research, but I can say the problem starts from there because mm -hmm. also the commissions, that their responsibility is to choose or to select this kind of names are all of men. The group of commissions who select those names of the streets are men, so we don't expect they to name those streets after women because you have to respect this quote also in institution, which we don't have. Even there, uh, yeah, respect exactly. And I think there because they suggest their names, the cities, the villages, they suggest their names, how they want to call that street. Yeah, so, either either lost. So they don't have or... uh, much information about that zone, so they uh, name it how they send it. So they don't think too much about it. So they just do the job without taking care of it, mm -hmm, without mm -hmm. taking it seriously. So they just. So it just uh, so that they put a, a name just so that the place will not be nameless, yes, so to say, unfortunately. So also, I wanted to ask another uh, that there's another crucial point. I have seen that there's not only gender discrimination, there's also race discrimination and discrimination on minority groups as well as on people from the LGBT community. Like there's a huge lack of names who have contributed from different different groups of people. So are there any any statistics or have you have you seen any any number that covers uh, that covers names from these groups or not this, that's what you were saying it's it was going to be the part two of this research because we were doing uh, mm -hmm. this kind of research because when we did this we uh, realized that in the city center we don't have uh, names of uh, minorities the this yeah. kind of group of community but in villages that are villages from this group of community mm -hmm. they have street names after their heroes their uh, they lost members or yes. representatives. But in okay. cities, it's hard to find. Uh, it's You find name um, persons or personality that were from America or something that helped us at war, but you don't... Um, you, you don't find names uh, after this group of communities, even that they contributed, mm -hmm, contributed mm -hmm. too much about this country, but they don't respect this one. So there's uh, there's not just gender discrimination, there's also, also race discrimination, and not only. So, Katrin, I wanted to ask another another uh, question, which I'm very curious about. So, when you researched the background information of the individual's name, did you find specific fields of their professions that they became, quote-unquote, worthy or eligible to be honored with street names? And, like, were there only a set of professions or were they differentiated? What have you seen from your research about this? Uh, during the research, we, as we know, a lot of them are warriors, are heroes mm -hmm. uh, from the history. We have a lot of, like, starting from the Skander Bale uh, till to the last war that we had here in Kosovo. We have all kinds of professions also. We have musicians, we have uh, authors, but it's another problem that 
we have a lot of other street names that are named after persons that we don't have any information about them. You search for, for them in Google in other uh, options, but you can't find about them. Maybe if you search for them in a library or something in some older books, you can find about them. That means that at some point they were recognized for something and they contributed, maybe even massively, but their history is lost. So yes. all that uh, is left is their name somewhere where no one even notices. That's basically a shame. And uh, I think that's just should be, it should be treated with, but in a state level, not just not only just the organization, because, it is important that yes, also... Yes, because this is our history, and yeah. if we don't work on that, we lost it somehow. And Or as the saying goes... The others would, would take it from us. Yes, because, if you forget from the history, then it will be repeated. It goes also the saying uh, for everything, even history chapters, so... In your opinion, do you think that these statistics will change over time and considering that the names are already set within the state system? Uh, the street naming is a sensitive or delicate topic mm -hmm. because, as I said, we have here uh, names of heroes and you have to choose correctly what do you want to replace with what. Even when we did the public performance, which mm -hmm. we replaced... The names of the actual street in central yes. uh, city in Pristina, in Prizren and Gracianitz. Uh, but we replaced it, the uh, man, a street sign with a street sign uh, with a woman's name, which was at the same professional field as the one that we were replacing. Like Adem Shari, we replaced it with his mother. So we had to choose correctly what we are going to um, replace with what. That's why I'm saying we uh, need more time. I think Kosovo will need more time to change this thing. But uh, starting with small steps like this, doing researches and recommending what we would do to be best or to explain to the people why we are doing this, mm -hmm. because this topic... Uh, opened a debate on the public. We, uh, When we were doing the public performance, there were people that stopped and said, I why see. we are doing this? Why are you changing the name of Adem Yashari? And we yeah. explained it. We are not changing. We are suggesting to have more streets more. with women's name. We want to be Adem Yashari here, but we want also to be his mother in another street. Uh, we choose these places only so you can see this thing. But I think that this affected very well at people, and some of them they said thank you for doing this. Or yeah, it's a, like it's this. a it's a step forward. For example, even if uh, even our contribution in some days further or years or decades, uh, yes. we of course do not want our contribution to be lost in history and have only our names there, and then someone have asked. Why is let's say Kaltrin Kolukai? What was she or what did she do? It, and then it will not intrigue you to yeah. search for her. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's also for the new generations. It's a good step forward. They will critically think about it, and they of course will believe that uh, gender equality should be stated even in street names, not not only in public institutions or not just. This for is a start to. For the big changes, so yeah. we have to start with small ones like small this ones, to open yeah. a debate. And when people ask you to do gender equality, you will start from the street dream because you are. It's a small part that will make a huge impact.
like in the books if exactly. you add more uh, history from women so not only you will learn only for Skanderbe or Adem Yashari <laughs> you if you learn also about Maria Kraya yeah. uh, which was an actress which contributed a lot uh, in our history or, yeah. or the mother of uh, Adem Yashari you will learn yeah. that she was with him when he was here fighting for our freedom Uh, then I think that they will see more than just Adem Yashari and our freedom. They will be more intrigued, more mm -hmm. emotionally attached, attached, and they will remember it for a long time. I, I remembered more when I was doing this research than I remembered from the school, what I exactly, learned in school. Exactly. For example, I just uh, a few days ago, I just saw a name, um, a street name, and it was about uh, Lady Choba. So I never heard of this lady, and I went on to research. What was she? What did she do? And it turns out we never learned this in school. I bet you never heard of it, of what she did. Uh, it turns out she was from Skodra, and she was the first woman to to start a feminist group and advocate for women's rights. Uh, I feel goosebumps talking about this because why haven't we learned about this in school? She was one of the first, or let's say, for example, Musin Kokolari, although there is information about her. Why haven't we been served with books to read from her? She already has books written. And uh, I believe there's many, many other streets that are named after women, which we don't know uh, the Which because we do not know not their history. The yes, I think the problem here is because we don't want it to, uh, this as ex an example for our child, a yeah. female child, to be like her, or we wanted them. Our mentality earlier was that women don't have to go to school, women don't have to have a career, to study for something, and to have examples yeah. like Maria Kraya or uh, Elena Dika or things like that, they, you will intrigue them to start to think that they mm -hmm. have to study. So it was easier for us to not take this like examples and to go on with what we are thinking that is best for us and for our children. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So back then it was this ideal for fight and freedom during the 90s, but even earlier. So to link this with your previous answer, do you think that people were kind of, uh, quote-unquote, blinded to acknowledge uh, other areas of contribution as well? Uh, since a big number of street names were named after after fighters, heroes. So do you think that they were intentionally blinded or they just turned blind eye just because they wanted to? I think that they it was easier for them this way. Yeah. We had a lot of women who fight, who were warriors, contributed of in course, our of war. Of course, just like Shota Dalitza, but then they're... Yeah, they accept her, but it's easier for them to not accept, to not um, let these changes to happen in their family. Mm -hmm. Like, example, when uh, it's another topic here, when you start to talk to people about the environment, they say, Oh, I don't have time to think about the environment because I'm poor, I need to work, I have a lot of other problems. It's easier for them to not uh, open doors for new things or mm -hmm. to change their uh, routine 
So it's easier for them to be like they are, to not bring more problems. Like it's easier to the female to stay in home, to take yes. care about their children yes. and to not uh, bring more problems. The idea was to not influence them so that they will change their yeah, yeah, yeah. habit or, or revolt in a way against their family values. So they can uh, control it uh, easier in yeah. this way. I think it was easier for them, mm -hmm. not that they wanted intentionally, but when you see people that uh, their child, that a female child uh, were, have finished their school, started a job, they wanted uh, her child to, be, to go in school either. They encouraged them to, to mm -hmm. go to finish the school because they saw that this is a good thing for them. We also have villages that also have this idea, this mentality that childs, females don't have, after the primary school, they don't have to go at high school. Yeah. But who tries this, then it's, it's harder for them to go back in what they were because they uh, start to believe that this is better. They see that this is better. When you see your child uh, be successful of course they, they, then they get a sense of pride and they also want uh, their children to not suffer as their mother did or their grandmother or even great-great-grandmother so uh, after of course a few years and that changes also with their mentality uh, values changing of places migration because there's all these factors that influence the change in the society everyone should try the change to understand it it's harder yeah. to understand and to want to experience new things without mm -hmm. had the courage to do this so we need the courage we need to uh, intrigue them with actions like this we need to talk with them to and to invest more in schools when you install to the child that if you finish the school if you study you will achieve this we have to bring to them more examples mm -hmm. like like this in this kind we will inspire the child to go and to say no to his father. I want yeah. to go to school and to be uh, the change for the other ones in that group, especially in these villages, small villages who still are in this phenomenon. Yeah, I, I, I agree because there's also uh, still this, uh, again, uh, as I said earlier, it's not very impactful what the... What, what the state has tried to do because there's a lot of work still to be That's done. That's why we are trying with researchers to yeah. talk with facts. We say that this is uh, the results of our research. You have street names that are 70% uh, named after men's. Uh, where are the women's? How do you expect that this child uh, to be more successful if they don't have uh, mm -hmm. exact examples like uh, we have in our history. Why do we have to um, erase their history? Exactly. This will be an inspiration for a little girl. When you see someone who wants to be a singer, someone who wants to be a, an actress, and that time she was an actress, and in that time, in that condition, she achieved to be the, that one. Why? She can't be so exactly. Be Some professions at that time, knowing the situation we were in, the acts of women were also, let's just say, revolutionary yes. because they they had the gut and they they were just uh, these fighters to fight in a way. Also, also the system and also to fight for the uh, ideal of the country yes. and uh, equality, freedom and all of this. From this research, I find out that we had a lot of scientists, women scientists yes. in our country. So I said, why she did it? 
I will do it. So I started, I was more uh, motivated to finish my uh, bachelor degree. So this this was had a, a huge impact on me. Yeah, uh, this is so nice to hear. So uh, it is unquestionable that your topic that you have researched as an NGO is really unique and it, it should be brought attention to. At last, I wanted to ask, uh, what do you consider as possible solutions so that the state can fulfill this law, knowing that the Constitution determines that the Republic of Kosovo ensures gender equality as a fundamental value for democratic development of society, equal opportunities for the participation of women and men in political, economic, social, and cultural life, and in other areas of social life. What, what do you think that the uh, proper solutions or steps are uh, should be taken to address this issue and to reach equality even in street naming? For every problem, I think that solution should be from the first mm -hmm. part, like it's fundamental. The education. Fun it's yeah. the education of our youth. If we start by adding this idea that everyone is equal, everyone has right to go to school, to achieve, to be a someone in in the future, it's uh, the best thing that we can do for our country. But also, we have the law, so we have to implement that law. We have an other resources that we did about the directorate of municipalities, about the officers that work. We have a lot of men there, but we have a number of smaller number of women who work there yeah. and they have position. We also have a school's names more after men's. And so we want to fix this. We have to start from education and from implementing the law. If we have an institution more women, we will have also more streets named after, after women, women. And also equality, yes. which we aim for, and not discrimination, as well as not just uh, gender discrimination, but also discrimination against uh, minority groups yes. and other groups. So if people. we have inclusivity, we yeah. will have uh, inclusivity in everywhere. Mm -hmm. We will start with institution, with education, the others, I think that we will, we will, we will follow. follow. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Galtrin, for your presence and input. It was an honor to bring to life this topic with you. So if you have any last words to say, you're welcome. Uh, I would say thank you for bringing back this research. As you said, we did this research last year, so it's an honor for us that this research is still a topic to be talked about, yeah. yes. We can bring it every year. We can bring yeah. it everywhere. We can talk about it in schools. We can talk about it in our meetings with our community everywhere. So I'm so thankful for you that you brought this back. And this will be listened from a lot of people. And this will remind them to do the change. It's an honor. It's an honor, so thank you. At last, noting the hourly, daily, monthly, yearly sweat, tears and blood spilled by a woman's contribution, we might as well collectively enlighten each other on the importance of acknowledging their worth equally to a man. Dear listeners, for a better and visual understanding of gender discrimination in street naming, you can also watch my video performance, Gender Equality Labyrinth, which artistically calls for equal acknowledgement of women's contribution on Kosovo society. You can find the performance on my Instagram and Facebook page at ms.indefinite. I would be delighted if you have a look. Yours, Miss Indefinite. Thank you for tuning in today to Pristina's Everywhere by Radio Otherwise. 
You were listening to Saranda Sadika's episode Gender Discrimination and Street Naming. As we build a participatory radio program, we hope that you tune in every Thursday as we publish new content from our different series. Make sure to visit our website and follow our social media to find out about Manifesta for Team Pristina's numerous interventions and programs. Pristina is everywhere. A podcast brought to you by Radio Otherwise. Manifesta 14, Pristina.